Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, along with Sally Young. Sally, how are you doing today? I'm great, Dylan. How are you? Uh, pretty good. It's really cold today. It's. I don't want to complain, because I know there are listeners in Chicago who are like, it's, like it's negative, negative 40. Yeah. But it's 40 degrees here, a positive 40, and it feels so frigid. Yeah. I'm not built for this type of weather. I can't handle it. I kind of love it. I mean, I like it. I'm bundled up currently, but I, I don't want to spend time out in it. So I don't know how y'all are surviving in the north and the polar vortex. I can't I can't do that. I wonder how producer Dave is doing in this cold weather. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on, Dave. Weather talk. Yeah. Man. Can you believe it? <laughs> Cannot. We can't get off brand no matter what we do. Oh, crazy. Before we get into it, please follow us at Mailbag Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Mail-in podcast? What did I say? Mailbag. Did I really? Mm-hmm. Mail- that's going to happen from time to yeah. time. That's okay. Mail-in podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you, Sally. You're welcome. And of course, subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. From what I understand, we're a little bit harder to find on Spotify. I'm not sure why, but if you include just my first name, I think, along with mail-in podcast, it'll come up. Do they have to type it in lowercase, like your LinkedIn profile? <laughs> yeah. Make sure it's all lowercase. It's case-sensitive. Uppercase, we'll just throw it way off. Okay, just making sure, because yeah. you're a real estate professional. Yeah, apparently I am. That's correct. <laughs> the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's M-A-I-L, of course, and that's 888-362-6245. Uh, we're answering listener voicemails and emails, like always. If it's interesting, entertaining, relatable, whatever, we're going to talk about it. All, so, all topics are on the table. And again, if you want to write in instead of leave a voicemail, the Twitter bio, there's a link there for you to do so. Are you guys ready to start? We have eight questions today. Let's do it. Five emails, so Dave's going to be doing a lot of reading today, and three voicemails. I've been practicing. You've been practicing you reading? Read, you read quite well. reading to my dog, Randy. <laughs> really? Yeah. What does he do? He just, just kind of sits there and what like do you read nibbles at his paw and shit. Uh, pretty much uh, R.L. Stein books. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's really Goosebumps? soaking it all in. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move up to Hemingway at some point, but we're Are starting. Are you gonna read him the Harry Potter series? <laughs> no, I, you know I've never dabbled with Harry Potter. It's something about the wizardry of it all scares me. We talked about this in Circling Back. By the way, subscribe to Circling Back if you haven't already. Dave and I are not really into fantasy stuff. Or was that Will? That was I just think you. That's Will. That's I, Will. I kind of am. Okay. I mean, yeah. Lord of the Rings. It's just, I never got into Harry Potter. And you should get into Harry Potter. I didn't do Harry Potter. I didn't do Lord of the Rings. I'm doing the thing where it's too exhausting for me to go back now. So I'm just going to just forget Listen about it. Listen to a book on tape. You that Morning commute. That's easy. I, I don't think home. I can. You know this. I don't think I can I know, do book on tape. I know, but you have to commute into the podcast office. You know I got to get my Rogan off. Okay. okay. You know I got to. Uh, oh, God. Wolf. Okay. All right. Let's get to the first voicemail. I have a question for producer Dave uh, in response to Wednesday's Circling Back episode. He calls his trash pickup VIP service. What it sounds like it's happening is you take your trash bags out and you put them in a trash can. And then once a week, you take the trash can out to the curb. What I want to know is where have, what is the other option for picking up trash in a residential neighborhood? Uh, thanks. Before you answer this, Dave, I, I was confused, too. I also was confused. It's VIP shit. I think you guys wouldn't understand. I think you're just trying to get a joke off, but I, I wasn't sure when you said it live, and when I listened back, I still wasn't sure. It's all a cart. It's VIP. 
That's not you guys, VIP. That, you guys that, that is a very regular trash that service. Is a, you guys just don't get it. Look, I pay my taxes like every hardworking American, and they do this VIP shit for me. It's not VIP. No, they don't. Just I think you, you have guys to pay utilities to the city for that. Okay, so yeah, you those, know I'm paying that util. For those who aren't listening to Circling Back, Dave's trash service is this: once a week, he pushes his trash can out to the street, and at some point during the day, they early pick, morning usually, that's they just pick a regular up, trash service, <laughs> which is how it happens. I think pretty much everywhere. I yeah, are, and that doesn't mean it's not VIP everywhere. It's that's very not VIP. Okay. Other See, pa- this is what I was confused about. To other about. parts of the world, it's VIP. It's when baller you, as fuck. Okay, to a third world country. Correct. But when he said it... Don't be it, privileged. When he said it, I had the that exact same thought yeah. as the question because when we signed our lease at our apartment, our apartment was like, oh, valet trash service. And so we leave it outside of our apartment door Sundays through Thursdays and they pick it up instead of you having to walk down to the dumpster, I yeah. guess. And we have to pay an ungodly amount for that, by the way. It's just an excuse to hit you with a hidden fee. Right. It's like 30 like bucks a 30 month. $30 a month. It's, it's so unnecessary. Such horseshit. But when Dave said it, I was like, he lives in a house. Yeah. So that's like, standard. That's a VIP standard. would be like somebody coming into okay. your house and getting it for you. I yeah. Tell that, be, tell that to some poorer countries in Latin America or okay. in Central Asia. The only other system I've seen, um, I was in Lubbock long ass time ago. Yeah, I love that. They had like alleyways behind the houses mm-hmm. and dumpsters in the alleyways. Yeah, and that's just well, that's not how VIP. My sister does that's that. She lives in Austin, but oh, the, all oh. their dumpsters are in alleyways and then the really? garbage truck just oh, goes up really? the alleys. Yeah. That's wow. not VIP. That's, that's economy class. Yeah, I don't See mean, in first class. But I think they just don't want the trash on the street. But then my it's other un- sister lives unsightly. like three seats, uh, st- three streets over and she has to go put her trash on her Honestly, street. I preferred the Lubbock method in like your sister's way. Yeah. Just because you didn't have to worry about bringing your trash can back in, and you didn't. And if you listen to Circling Back, didn't have to worry about some scumbag neighbor throwing poo in there that was going to sit there for six hours. Yeah. Alleyways are sketchy. First, I've of all. listened to that also, they and just, I am uh, very, very guilty of throwing dog poop in oh, other people's wow. trash. Thank you. So Sally's on my team for this one. It Not only sound, that, it doesn't sound like she's on your team. You're it throwing it in a trash. It's a trash. I don't think that exactly. you exactly. I, I had people on Twitter coming to my defense too. It's a trash Those can. People are morons. How do you get offended by someone throwing trash also, into your trash can? Also, don't put your because trash it's... in your garage. Put it outside on the side of your house like a normal person. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah, Everyone was saying that normal. in the summer, no. if you put it in your garage, it's going to smell bad, blah, blah. Well, the poop is in a bag. It's not going to smell that bad unless they like no, it definitely smear smells dog bad. poop. Okay, we're getting off topic. It's well. Hold on. Who puts their trash can on the side of their of people, house? A lot of people. A lot of people, people who, like, do who that. aren't scared of possums or raccoons, or people who don't have garages, Ugh. or I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty normal. Normal Dave. people, Dave. I, I mean, know, the trash man. cans have lids on them. Okay. Well, hey, dude. I don't think I've ever now. actually put a trash can inside of my garage. Now that I'm thinking about my entire life, I used I've to keep it had. in the backyard at my old house. Yeah. There's a little side gate. We kept it on the side. Yeah. That's where our recycling thing goes. Next to the trash can. They go together. No, it's not worth it. There's too many uh, varmints out mustard. there. Ketchup and mustard. There's just... I'm so glad together. that I'm not the only one who like throws dog poop in random trash cans. And you don't even have a, have a dog. Trash talk. I've, 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 had, I've had dogs in the past and I've done it. That's what I'm, it's that's trash. What I'm saying. It's a trash move. Literally, yeah. Yeah, literally. Okay. So email like that, us like that, trash like, questions. Like I told that uh, guy on Twitter, I'm going to leave you a hot one in your trash can and see how you like it. He'll do it too. Just like Next prom- time we bring Rosie over to play with Randy, I'm going to pick up all of her poop instead of just leaving it in that weird park across Yell Street and put it in your trash. Look, Dave promised to call people on the fence about signing up for Patreon, and he actually followed through on it. So I wouldn't test this man. He might leave a hot one well, in the trash can. I've got a, I've got a list of people who are not going to get called because the surplus is 
overwhelming. I got a DM from someone. I can't do it anymore. It's saying that his buddy, um, I forgot, we'll call him Tanner, was on the fence. And I called him. And I, I we talked for a couple of minutes. Tanner Lannister? Yeah, it was Tanner Lannister. <laughs> uh-huh. We talked for a couple of minutes. And he was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I don't know if he actually did. I didn't I didn't actually look. But I'm going to assume that he followed he followed through on his word. Okay. Good stuff. Oh, we got an email here. Yeah, you might read this? it. Yeah, let me cool down. Jeez. Heated. It's heated. Sally's over here common. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have the Synergy Trilogy Com. It's great. Look, they're not paying for that, okay? That's not that's non spawn. I have the non I'm not gonna read the label com. I'm just there we go. Okay. Non spawn. Dave. Sub Dylan Sal. Love having a female co host on the pod. So I got engaged a few months ago, and we've begun working on the first draft of a headcount. What's the move on coworkers getting invites to the wedding? I have a lot of contact and long hours with quite a few people in the office. As I begin to think about who I'd like to possibly invite, it confused me. Should it be kept to people who are my same work level? Obviously, if a few people are all taking PTO on the same day, it becomes clear who did and didn't get on the list. Feelings could get hurt and future projects could be a little awkward. What are the implications of inviting or not inviting coworkers to the wedding? The different tiers like in a company is interesting to think about. I think if you're a superior to someone who's getting married, you shouldn't expect an invite. Agree. Really? Okay. Um, here's my hard and fast rule on your wedding you, invite list. You have a list. hard and fast rule. Yes. Okay. And I, I will stand by this till... The day I die. This is what I tell all my wow, friends. Wow, this is serious. If you are not willing to have a five-minute conversation with this person at your wedding, I'm talking your wedding, you have to, a lot of people to talk to that day. If you don't want to have a five-minute conversation with them, you should not be inviting them to your wedding. Okay. Or a five-minute conversation with them outside of a work arena. Like if you ran into them on the street. Five minutes is lengthy. Right. Okay. I agree. Okay. That means like if I ran on, into you on the street, I would talk to you for more than five minutes and it wouldn't just I'm, be about might, the I might weather. move along after two, but I see what you're saying. I, I, I'm saying I would will, I'd be willing to go for okay. five minutes. Okay. Fair. I don't, one, it's your wedding. So you should be selfish. I feel like this is a common theme between me and Dylan saying Absolutely. like, it's your wedding. Yeah. Do what you want. Also, hopefully, I mean, we're adults now. I think the what getting feelings hurt about being invited to a wedding really only happens when you are just starting to your friends are just starting to get married and you think it's a big deal and then people realize like okay I don't really know that person that well but I also think I mean you know your work people you know who you're gonna have to be around if there's people that like you have to invite because you feel obligated to but I agree you don't have to invite your superior if you do they really probably should say no unless they're like your best friend hey it's your career yeah, that's true. But I also think, I mean, I I am not super close with, or wasn't when I was at my old job, super close with a lot of coworkers, and there were only a couple people that I would invite to a wedding. Yeah, as you said, I, I totally agree with you on the, the selfish part of wedding planning. You, this is the, the one time in your life where you have, like, to get, get out of jail free card, being as selfish as you want, because it really is only about you and the person you're marrying. Um, if you want to invite people from work, Fine, invite whoever you want there and exclude whoever you don't want there. It's that simple. If you're looking for people to invite, I would start with the people on your tier 
of employment within the company. These are the people that you G-chat with daily yes. and bitch about your boss about. And If you're on the sales team, start with you go the to, you go to lunch with. These are not like Barbara from accounting who like is nice to you. Yeah. But and if you happen to be close with the manager, sure, invite the manager. But uh, they should be an afterthought when thinking of empl- like, you know, coworkers to invite. I right. Think. I mean, co- coworkers who are friends get it because they're in the trenches with you. And so there's a special bond there. But at the end of the day, like, unless y'all like hang out outside of work besides like work happy hours, do you really want them mingling with your friends and family? Nah. No. I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry. Neither of you are invited to my wedding, so yeah, I'm just I, kidding. I beg to differ. I told this story on uh, Touching Base once, but for mine, I actually sent someone to save the date and then later decided I didn't want them at the wedding and didn't follow through with an invitation, and it caused uh, <laughs> it caused a stir. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are like waiting for that invite. Yeah, and it didn't come. And then she was like, yo, what the hell? We just felt... Our friendship just fizzled. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I don't, you don't have to invite yeah. that person. I messed up by sending her a save the date, obviously. Right. I had some awkward moments when I moved back from Fort Worth and I had given people that address and there were like three weddings that we were invited to that we didn't get the invitations for because they went to my Fort Worth address and yeah. I had to follow up and be like, hey, um, are we still invited? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I got an invite or not. And thankfully they're all really close friends. So it wasn't a big deal. It's so awkward. But it was really uncomfortable. Mostly because I wanted to be like, I'm not ignoring your RSVP. Like, I will be at your wedding. But anyway, different story. I want to talk about hymns real quick. As we all know, Dave? I didn't say anything. You just leaned in like you had something something to offer. Just go. (laughs) Did you know, Dave, did you know 66% of men by the age 35 are already losing their hair? Isn't that a crazy stat? That's a fact that I'm aware of. Yeah. Well, if you start to notice your hair loss... It's too late. Why do I feel like you're talking to me? I'm looking at you because you're sitting directly across oh, okay. me. This has nothing okay. to do with you. Okay. You're just you're my producer. I'm I'm looking at you. It's easier to keep the hair you have than replace the hair you've lost. Of course. Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. They connect you with real doctors, give you medical grade solutions. You don't even have to leave your house. It's all over the phone. Right now, you can get a five dollar trial month. At forhems.com slash steam. That's S T E A M. Forhems, that's F O R H I M S dot com slash steam. $5 trial month. Just do it now. Launch a preemptive strike on your balding head. There it is. I wish I had, I wish Hems was around when I was preemptive. Younger. Yeah. Because once you notice yeah. it, once you notice the hair loss, Dave, yeah. it's too late. Right, you've told me that yeah. a couple times. What's well, right here in the copy? I'm not, yeah, again, no, it, again, this is not directed true. at you. No. I'm just talking. No. Sally, you got anything on hymns? I think y'all covered it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Hey, Dilly. LTFT, you already know what it is. You know what that means? Long time, first time? Yeah. I'm writing with a question about my piece. <laughs> my wife and I are trying to have a baby, and then as a result, we've been having more intercourse. Congrats. Nice. Good flex. Congrats on the sex. <laughs> This has been going on for a couple months, and now my piece is starting to get dry. I don't want to get too graphic, and it's not that bad, but it's kind of like dry skin I would get on my hands during the wintertime. I'm a dry boy. (laughs) I read online that rubbing aloe vera on your piece after intercourse helps with this. Do not do that. But who's doing that these days? 
But if you, you read it online, it has to be somewhat accurate. I would I would try something like that that I read online. Wait, you sorry. Ha- there's more to the email. Keep going. Uh, you know, not really. Do you have any other solutions? Please assist and advise if you can. I'm sure you can. I really enjoy when people uh, ask me medical questions. I don't know if this person knows that Sally is actually in the, the medical field, but um, I am not. I'm not a doctor. Sally was wearing but, scrubs when she walked in. you do have a piece. I do have a piece. I've never had uh, dry piece syndrome like this fellow has. Never heard of it, actually. Um, I've never had enough sex to, to give me this disorder. That's... I didn't know this happened. I didn't know this was a thing. Um, why don't you just use some Aveeno? Okay. I'm, this is not um, medically backed information. This is just my personal advice. One, do not use aloe vera, okay? Aloe vera, unless you're straight up getting it from the plant itself, aloe vera gel has alcohol in it that helps it dry. So then you're adding more oh. drying agent to the dry skin. Plus, if that gets inside, that's going to be painful. Inside your what? In the tip. Yeah. In the little hole. In the little. Uh, you what do you your call your urethra? Your urethra. <laughs> your little your little trap door. We had a okay. word for it. We used in high school. I don't even know if it's a real one. We used to call it a shlemiel. Is that a real thing? That sounds like Yiddish. I don't know. Shlemiel. I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know either. Okay. So. Anyway, back to my point. <laughs> Those of you who follow me on Twitter know that I have been battling a dry hand, dry skin on my hands problem. You What's have the not at? been battling dry, a dry piece, however. What's the at? Sally Young. S-A-L-L-Y-J-U-N-G. We plug ourselves here. That's right. Yes, we do. Okay, so I have dry hands, especially in the winter, especially because I use Purell like a thousand times a day. Also has alcohol in it that dries your hands out. So the other day... I slathered my hands in bag balm, which is a, it's like almost like Aquaphor. You can get it at Walgreens. It's in a green tin. Fun fact, it's called bag balm because they put balm on cow's udders when they become shaped. Oh, I've heard of this. Shaped. Yeah, I've heard of this. Okay. And. This is like the realest shit in the game, right? Yeah, it's for real. You can get it on Amazon too. Anyway, it's in a green tin. Slathered the shit all over my hands. You could also use Aquaphor, whatever. And then I put gloves on, and Will told me that I looked like a serial killer. I think I was on the phone with Will at this Which time. Which is true, because I was wearing rubber gloves. Because you have to put that stuff on, then it's oily, and you need it to sit on your hands, or whatever dry skin you have, so that it soaks in. So my advice to you is to go get Aquaphor or Bag Balm, and then rub it on the area, whether it's your hands or your piece or any other dry area of your body, your knees, your elbows, whatever. But then cover it up, you know, wear underwear. Don't just like let that shit get all over your sheets. Right. Um, overnight. And then your yeah, till till your dry skin goes away. Honestly, I just included this because it was a funny email. Uh-huh. I didn't know we'd actually come up with a solution. Like, no, I when I saw this on the run sheet, I was like, I don't medically can't tell him right. like you should do this but try it out and also maybe just think about like lube during sex because maybe there's just too much like too much friction yeah that's another too much friction yeah not to get i don't want to get too graphic into their sex life but i wonder if it's an issue a mutual issue and like are you using condoms could because you be allergic would, to latex well i guess they're not oh, yeah. sorry <laughs> unless he, well he might just be cutting the tip off and using the, <laughs> just to last longer do people do that I'm sorry. That was a dumb question. <laughs> Just drop the top on the condom. 
almost dropping a top, Dave. Okay. Sorry. You're not allergic <laughs> to latex, but maybe think about what's going on in your Don't sex life. Drop the top. But it's okay. Like a, like a, like Do a it and then let sleeve. me know if this works because I want yeah, to know. It lube. helped my hands. Use, use it lube. helped That's, my hands a lot. There's no shame in using lube. Damn, Some people, instead of using like bag balm, you could use coconut oil if you want to be like vegan, natural, whatever. But Ooh, just trust me, bag too. bag balm. <laughs> Aquaphor. You can serve that Non-spawn. shit up. <laughs> hey, um, do we know if it's the tip or the sh- or the shaft or both? It, it, hard what? to say. Oh, I'm thinking, well. What do you think would be worse to have like dry, the tip or the shaft? Probably tip. Yeah, tip would be bad. It just feels like it's a more sensitive area. Yeah. You know? I mean, props to this guy. He's having so much sex. That, like, so much sex that his piece is dried out. It's like it's like calling a, a timeout. Like, dude, you got to, dude. I hope you don't have leprosy. Give me some water, man. But also, like, if you're washing that area, you're like making it worse because you're just like sloughing off the skin so, that's there. So don't wash it. No, you should still wash it, but like wash it and then put the the balm on. Yeah, that's a lot of sex. Make sure the soap you're using isn't uh, contributing. Like, maybe find like a nice Cetaphil. That's usually a low... Oh, no, 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 no. Not a Cetaphil. Why? Like a Johnson and Johnson baby soap. You want like you want like sensitive skin shit. Not like stuff with like hyaluronic acid and stuff that's like gonna... Would you, would you call me? Oh, hydraulic acid. Sorry. No, hyaluronic acid. Oh, okay. Something different. This is beauty talk with Sally. I'm just gonna call every le- segment a different thing. I think you should. I think that works on circling back. Uh, what are we doing now? Well, next one's a voicemail. I got it. What's going on, Dylan, Dave, and uh, Miss Sally? I got a question for y'all. In a grocery store, is it a trash move to wear headphones and listen to your own music? Just doing a little late-night shopping here, wondering. Uh, I personally don't see a problem with it, but I don't know if uh, if that was a weird move. Hit me back. Let me know. I'm going to extend this out to not just a grocery store, but like any kind of public place where I mean you're not expected to talk to people in a grocery store I get that but you're still out in public public mixing mixing up with people so I don't know trash move is not the right word but it's just antisocial it's just I, I don't like it's like immature maybe I've, I think like students do this like a college student I don't have a problem with this mostly because you can wear headphones in airports no one bothers you there if you're going to interact with somebody like you're checking out, like take the headphones out. Grocery because... store is much more interactive than an airport. Though. Well, I know. But I'm saying if you're going to interact with somebody, somebody's checking you out, you're at the butcher counter, whatever, take out the headphones or put them down or whatever around your neck. Don't lose your AirPods. But that way you can like people know that you're interacting with them. But other than that, I don't see a problem with this unless you are a woman and you're listening and not paying attention, and someone could be a sexual predator. Oh, so shit. So I'm just out here for store? safety. Yes. There yeah. are people all over the place just, like, waiting to attack you, Dylan. As a woman, you got to think yeah, about that shit. Bundy. Right. Topical. You have to know your exits at all times. I always tell Will that. I'm like, if we are in a situation, you're getting killed first because you're always looking at your phone. Know your exit. If you are going to venture off alone, like let's say you're leaving the grocery store and maybe it's nine o'clock at night, take the headphones out. Yeah, you gotta you be, need to be aware woke. of your surroundings. But just the, like the anti-social part of all this, it it it's not like it's a big deal to me. But yeah, I don't give a shit you, about you're that. You're kind of like to uh, me. That's like, well, 
I feel like that's just giving off the vibe. Like, I don't want to talk to you. It's, it's the same thing though. in the airport. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I, I have my headphones on for a reason. For a lot of people, it's the only time they have to consume content like this. Like podcasts. That's, yeah. that's a good point, Dave. Unless you're listening to one of the Washed Media podcasts, then don't do it. I did I, it yesterday morning. I think you can... I don't support that, David. You can go to the gym. You can go to the airport. Oh, Why the, is the, the grocery gym, di- the store different. different? The gym's a whole different store. Why, like, who are you chatting with at the grocery store? If I ran into you at the grocery store, I'm going to take my headphones off because I'm not going to be a at weirdo. The store, when you're driving a cart, you need to... You need to you know, be aware of who's around and... No, you don't need to know who's behind yeah, you. You. Yeah. you need to know who's in front of you. And you can see that with your eyes. You're going to get in the way more often if you no, can't hear. I disagree. And he said late night. So, like, he's not just, like, midday yeah, that's shopping. More, that's in more the... acceptable. If it's, you know, 5.30, you know, rush time. Yeah. It's worse. It's just a little off-putting, that's all. I, right, Dave? Yeah. We've got an email here. How late in the week can you ask someone how their weekend was? This is normally one of my go-to small talk conversation starters on Monday. Yeah, you and everybody else. But when I use it on Tuesday, even when I haven't seen this person since the previous week, <laughs> feels awkward. What are your thoughts? Um, I have a an, I have a problem in my head like deciding how to ask someone how like what they did over the previous weekend, like the weekend that just happened. Like if it's Monday morning and I say what did you do last weekend? It sounds like I'm talking about the weekend prior, like eight days no, ago. You say, what did you do this weekend? They okay, but this weekend the means the weekend. upcoming weekend. But you said in the past tense, so they just either think you don't have good grammar or... What did you do this weekend? But it's not this weekend. Yeah, but... I think I end up saying, what did what did you do over the weekend? That's correct. You can say it that way. But, it's, but it sounds like I'm doing too much work. There. I think Tuesday is fine. Obviously, Wednesday... Now you've gone over the hump. You need to ask about what they're going to do this weekend. What a weird question this is. It, but also like... Yeah, Tuesday seems a little I late. I think Tuesday... Wednesday, absolutely not. Yeah, no, Tuesday's not that late. Like It's kind of late. It's maybe like Tuesday morning. Tuesday afternoon, you got to stop. You're teetering. On... You got to ask them about their week now. Like, okay, what Tuesday, shows you watching tonight? Tuesday at lunch. Yeah, okay. Tuesday, Tuesday at lunch time. is the hard cutoff. If you, when you get back from lunch, you can no longer ask how the, how the previous weekend went. It, no one Unless wants to talk, no one wants to talk about the it. The only exception to this is like if they had something go on that weekend, like they were at a wedding, you didn't see them, or they just got back from a sure. trip. Sure, yeah. But then you're gonna be like, "How was the wedding? How was your trip?" Not like, "What'd you do this weekend?" If you're asking me how my weekend was on Hump Day, I'm gonna punch you right in the face because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Maybe you should find another icebreaker. Other than... Have you heard about the weather what icebreaker? What you just you, ask people about Monday how the morning, weather. You're at the coffee machine. You know, it's 8 a.m., about to start the week, and then, you know, Tim rolls up, and he's getting coffee, too. It's almost automatic. Hey, man, what'd you do? How was your weekend? You have to. What else do you say? You just can't be believe like, this polar vortex shit. How about that football game? Yes, that's a great one. Everybody wants to talk but about the Putting butter game. in that coffee? Then it's going to transition. Eventually, you're going to ask about the weekend. They're like, hey, how about this Ted Bundy fucker? <laughs> <laughs> really hope they get this guy but that that doesn't even make sense because ted bundy <laughs> happened like 30 years ago so then they're like why are you bringing up ted bundy unless they watch a ton of netflix they're this, like what the hell yeah, how about this ted bundy next email okay i've been married for a few years and in this relationship for nearly a decade i said that weird let's try this again yeah i've been married for a few years and in this relationship for nearly a decade one of my old flings from my single days 
Likes to get drunk and tell me I'm pretty via snap. <laughs> Don't ever take any of this out of context, but I'm saying here. He's also in a long-term relationship. Depending on how wasted he is, he will also ask me f- to send tit pics. <laughs> this isn't funny, guys. No. Sad. Normally I would just block him, but we work in the same industry, and I appreciate talking business with him. Okay. That's a terrible thing to say. No, you don't. You like ask him asking you. There's more. There's Sorry, more. keep going. No, all good. <laughs> when he does say something, neither of us address it the next day until one of us is drunk again. TBH, <laughs> I also appreciate his compliments, especially since it's been 10 years since he's even gotten a peek at anything. <laughs> Should I cut him out of my life completely, tell him to stop it? Or just continue to ignore him sliding into my DMs late night and keep it keep it professional. Okay. She's already messed up. Okay. Clearly, we both... I mean, you this go first. Bad. I mean, okay, first of all, this is a very slippery slope. You need to be careful. Mm-hmm. She likes talking business. Um, if one, one minute you're sending tit pics, the next you're... To be fair, I don't think she sent tit pics. She did not. Okay. Per not email. that she explicitly she, stated. She clearly she she alludes to if you're gonna allude to it in an email like this that you're like flattered then by you've the whole thought about it. Then it's you might much have gotten worse. in a bra in front of a mirror. It's much worse in reality than we're we're learning right, about in that's this true. email. Okay. Because if she's gonna admit to us that she's like, oh, I, I kind of you know it's kind of endearing or whatever, not endearing, but she's flattered by it clearly. Then there's some more shit going on. She's. She's gone there mentally already. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, hang on. There's actually an attachment to this email. Let me just <laughs> okay. No, we're kidding. We're having fun. But like I said, this is a slippery slope, and you're asking for a lot of trouble if you don't put a stop to it. Look, you've been with your dude for nearly a decade, you say. What are you doing? Yeah. This is bad. She appreciates talking business with okay. that, That's the lamest no, line. No, that's it. Okay. You don't appreciate him. T- you, 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 why like, is, you like that he flirts with you. Why is it a big good. deal that he's in the same industry? It's yeah. not like you work with him. Maybe like, even then, but still in the same industry. It's not like, well, I guess I got to deal with this guy sexually harassing me. Yeah. Like he's being a total creep. But we talk business and it's nice. That's. No, it doesn't work Actually, like great that. point, Dave. Like, Thank you. literally, if you are talking about industry stuff with him, then he is sexually harassing you. But one, you need to take a deep look inside your soul and really think about why this is so flattering. Because clearly you're letting you're continuing to let it happen and not acknowledging like, hey, you're being a creep because and you're using the excuse of we're in the same industry because you like the fact that he want like gives you attention. So maybe you need to address some of those situations or like things in your own personal life and with your own relationship. But also this is a bad all-around move. From for the guy who's doing it, and if any of y'all are doing this to like one of your exes or somebody that you had a fling with, that's also shitty. Because first of all, even if they are married or in a relationship, they might not have moved on. You don't know. You don't need to be like throwing yourself out there and ruining their possible relationship. This happened to me when Will and I first started dating. A guy who had straight up ghosted me would like always comment on my Snapchat story or like message me and i'd be like dude you straight up ghosted me and he'd be like hey would love to meet will i'm like no you're what? not meeting will so i just blocked him i was like get out of my life like why why did he want to meet will? and he had a girlfriend too it was like dude we haven't talked in like two years we don't love the to, blog like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a freak huge scaries fan no but i just both of y'all are in relationships he 
both of you need to figure out your own shit, but you need to cut him out of your life. To send an email like this, she knows what she's doing is wrong. I think right. She just needs to hear it from a neutral party, a, a neutral third party. Right. To like drive the point home. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing for you right now. Right. This is wrong. You know it's wrong. Stop doing it. It's a slippery slope. And don't don't use stuff like we, we talk business together to try to justify him asking you for tit picks. That's ridiculous, and you know it. Sounds like this guy's got a drinking problem too. <laughs> yeah. That was some good tough love, Dylan. Yeah, I think so too. Thank you. Tough love talk with Dylan Sal. See, I'm naming every segment now. You're killing it. Thank you. Get the towels out, boys, because I am steaming. Uh, here's the thing. Where did the word finna come from? I realize it's supposed it's, uh, it's interchangeable with the word gonna, which obviously came from going to. But finna, I don't get it. Can you explain this to me and other listeners and maybe uh, provide a little background on it? But to me, it's stupid and just doesn't make sense. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. I like the, the crossover uh, circling back segment love there. Talking about Steam Room. Um, I also like the idea of us becoming like the go-to place for like urban slang and getting, getting clarity on it because we have no business answering questions like this. <laughs> But finna means fixing to. Right. Correct? Yes. Gonna means going to. Finna means fixing to. Trina means trying to. What else is there? Fidden. Fidden? Fidda. That's, that's yeah, fidden. old southern dialect. Fidden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah finna means like fixing to. Going to. I'm going yeah. to do this. But he, he admitted that he knew that it was interchangeable with gonna, and it is. Pretty much. Yeah, it is. Yeah. How do you not know that it's, it's fixing to? Uh, do like people not search. in the South use, like, I'm fixing to do this, I'm fixing, you oh, know maybe, what I'm saying? Maybe that's not a common vernacular other in other right. I don't. Maybe that's I'm why. I'm fixing to. Yeah. Oh, that, that could be it. That just sounds like some Where did this guy sound like shit. he was from? I don't know. He did, I, I didn't Start pick up on Start adding where you're from when you call us so we can judge you based on your yeah, geographical location. We just want to judge location. the shit out of you, please. <laughs> Finna. Fixing to. There it is. Yeah. Not that hard. No. Nah. Thanks for the call. Yeah. I did look call. it up on Ur- Urban Dictionary because I was going to give like just some like background info if it like said anything and you said exactly what it said. So I wish we would have been way off. It would have been like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it actually means a it's, mess. It has to do with shark fins. <laughs> and like, oh, wow. I try to get away with using Trina. Uh, it's, it's hard for me. Trina, I don't think works. It's easy in text. Also, the Finna um, Urban Dictionary first. Entry was in 2010, so nearly nine years old. Okay. See, this guy could have gone to Urban Dictionary, but he, he came to the mail. Ooh, nope. Sorry, oldest is 2005, so 13 years old. What, no. what does the definition 14 say? 14 years old. What? What does it say? It says, about to, going to, fixing to, etc. And then the use it in a sentence says, I'm finna kick your ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Man, I'm trying to think how I say it when i'm you know drinking or worked up or something i never say finna i i'm, a, I'm a, i put like a d in there i'm finna finna yeah which yeah. spelling that out would be a nightmare i don't why finna is just replacing the word fixing because you still, yeah. have to, you still have to say the two part finna finna i'm white trash we need to stop all right we've we've one more question guys it's an email dave if you don't mind dilly dilly a buddy and i were playing golf the other week 
and we got stuck behind what had to be the slowest foursome this side of the Mississippi. I doubt that. We decided to skip number seven and get in front of them so we'd finish before dark. Long story short, I ended up birdieing 18 to get to even for the round, so we decided to roll back and play the seventh hole, which I make a nerve-wracking six-footer for par. The whole ride back to the clubhouse, we debated whether or not it's a legitimate even par round, or if it doesn't count because we played the holes out of order. Am I allowed to tell people I've shot an even par round, or should I chalk it up as a painful lesson in playing by the rules? Okay. If this is me, and it sounds like this guy doesn't typically go this low. If this is me, and I just happen to play out of my mind, and maybe I shoot 78 or something. And if someone tries, and we play the holes out of order, I will fight that person if I have to. There's no way in hell you're going to convince me that it's not a legitimate score because we played the holes out of order. Do you agree? I do agree. Now, you're, it's not like you're keeping score for handicap. You're not turning the scorecard in. This wasn't a tournament. You like you weren't going to finish. I know this move. You skip holes and you go, and then you go back and you and you finish up. Yeah. Like what would have been the real travesty is if he didn't get to play 18 and he had been even par. This is this isn't that big of a deal. This guy's no, just bust. I, I think your buddy's just busting your balls here. And it, it's noteworthy that it was hole number seven because if it was hole number 16, then there's you you have to wait it out. You can't just be like, oh, we're going to skip 16 and you're shooting. You know, you're you're at par. You're shooting even on the day. You're not going to skip 16 to go finish 17 and 18 because you're so close to the finish line. Seven's a little bit different. So you're probably you're probably obviously you know scoring well to begin the round and you're six holes in. I can understand why you would skip seven if the people in front of you were just being super slow. Uh, question for you, Dave. Let's say I shoot even par, uh, but I used a mulligan. One mulligan on like the third hole because I hit a drive OB. We're like, oh, yeah, just take another one. What what would you do then? Man, honestly, would you give me credit for on the, the third hole? Part? I don't think I would. If it's the first tee box and we have like a we do a breakfast ball and everybody does it, okay. fine. Okay. But if it's like the third hole OB, that's going to I mean, that's two or three strokes potentially, right? I picked I picked the third hole because if it's the you can't do it again. You can't do it 15, 16, 17 because that's just like, no, dude, you got you got to finish the round. I can't validate that. No, absolutely not. I'm not but earlier on in the round when you don't know it's it's unclear yeah. how well you're going to be playing the whole day. It's like it's like almost an afterthought. Oh, we looked back. That was 3 hours ago when I took that molly on the third tee box. Yeah, that would that would suck, right? It really would. I would I would hold that over my friend's head probably. Like, well, there's an asterisk on that. Like, dude, you shot 75. Yeah. Still really good. You, yeah. You, you're a 70s guy. Low to mid. Yeah. Congrats. Not an even part. I'm guy. not going to give it to him. I'm not either. Okay. I'm glad we agree. That OB, it's not It's not like a breakfast ball. And, and dude, I don't really think. It's a good point. Unless, I don't know. When my buddies and I, when we go play, and we if, say we're playing Wolf or for money, like, nobody's really doing mulligans in the middle of the round. Right. You might drop a ball just for shits and gigs, but... My low, my lowest round ever. It was at Lost Creek Country Club here in Austin. Um, on the ninth tee box, I went OB, and they were like, "I take a mulligan." I was, I was obviously playing well, but it was, it was the front, so I didn't know how well I was going to end up. I took a mulligan. However, I hit my mulligan OB as well, so I didn't end up taking it. I just had to tee it up again. So okay. that's kind of an. It's kind of. A similar situation, but I, we didn't actually take 
my mulligan. So how would you score that one? How do you? What's the judge? Wait, so wait. Your first one went OB. Yeah. Second one, your 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 mulligan went OB. Yeah. I had to so tee it up again. So you essentially played it like you your mulligan was your first shot. So when you teed up your third ball from the tee, yeah. What did you what did you play from there? What were you lying? Three. Okay. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay. So I I hit a mulligan, but I didn't actually use a mulligan. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that's so. It's still legitimate fine. then. Yeah, your friend's just busting your ass. I mean, he's 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 clearly jealous. I don't know if he's. Um, yeah, he's busting your balls. He's probably a similar player, and he probably just doesn't want you to have the satisfaction of going low on him. Sally, what do you think? Sally about just that? started scrolling Instagram when, <laughs> when this question. Well, came we kind of mansplained this. We like we just didn't even think to like go to her. I don't. Did you, did you even listen to the question? She did back I off from the it mic. I heard and I don't care. You, Sorry. Yeah. Sally, when Sally goes to the golf course, she just uh, goes beer a hole. I, <laughs> beer hole. I just go one beer per hole. So, yeah. Guys, that was it. Did you have fun? Dave, did you have fun? I had a great time. Sally? I had a great time. Good. I was going to ask y'all a question and I don't remember what it was. So oh, oh. a bonus question? Let's just sit here till you remember. It's my own single bonus question, but it's going to have to wait. For next no, week. think of it. I don't remember now. Will right. did this to me today. Fun fact. We were texting and, and Will's like, Dave, I'm going to call me when you leave the gym. I've got something to ask you, but I don't feel like typing it all out. I call him. He didn't answer. And then I text him. I said, what up? He responds like 30 minutes later. said, sorry, I was meditating. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he's like, I don't even remember what I was going to ask you. Will meditates? Apparently. Yeah, he uses... um. The phone app. app. The phone app that leads you through meditations. He's never talked about that. Yeah. It makes sense. I do it sometimes too. I should probably meditate. But I, 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 I don't I don't remember what the app is called, like mind something. Uh but it leads you through it. And you you get an alarm like nightly. Business is my meditation. Mm-hmm. Business is a sport, Dave. It's all right. Yeah. Sally, do you think of your question? I did not. Okay. Well hold on, let's just sit here till she I'm okay. kidding. No, okay, well okay, I thought of it. Okay. Okay. Here's my question. We're ready. If you are going out to a dinner, okay? Say we're going out to dinner and I invite y'all and then people invite other people. What's the policy on that? This you know, just happened in real life. I know. That's why I asked it because I just thought of it. Wow. I hope our friends don't listen. I, well, I hope they do. But Dave and Alyssa were involved in this. I hope this. they turned it off so one this minute is, ago. So this is my thought. When it happened with us... I didn't really care. You bailed on the dinner. But I bailed on the care? dinner because I didn't want to talk to people because I was doing Whole30. And I knew that we were going to wait for like an hour with a bigger group. But we were going to Matt's Old Rancho, which I think is an exception to this rule because the party can be enormous. But what's the what's the call on like if you're going to somewhere with like a reservation and like maybe... Oh, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, oh, you a made resi- a reservation a resi- and now like different. someone's like, oh, like we got to invite these people. In this real life scenario, there was no reservation. There was a, No, it's Matt's El Rancho. So right. like any, it's a free for all. No resis. It's a resi free zone. So not even if you're like, oh, like my friend is really depressed and they broke up with their boyfriend should they join i mean i think standard protocol is you can invite other people after you run it by the i think you can invite other event. people if you ask but also if you have a reservation if somebody made a reservation you have to be the one to call and change it right but if, if someone did this to me i wouldn't um it's not like any it's not a big deal to me but i would appreciate it if they'd be like hey do you mind if i invite these three people right 
But if they did it, no, like, I'm not if, calling out Alyssa here because she invited people anyway. No, and I'm I not wasn't saying upset. you are. Well, I that, went we home had, because I, I didn't actually, want to drink at whole thir- <laughs> during Whole Thirty. I think in that situation, if I'm thinking of the I right one, I think she'd already made plans. We'd already made plans. Yeah. Uh, they had invited us. This I feel like this happens once a month because Matzel Rancho just happens. Matzel Rancho is one of those things where it is a literal uh, waterfall. Like one person tells one person, like, Definitely. hey, we should get a mark. And then it turns into a 15-person if, group. If you invite intern Klein to Matzel Rancho, be ready for six people to show up. Oh, my uh, brother does the, the exact same thing. Yeah. My brother brings all of his roommates. He's like, by the way, everyone I know from college is coming to <laughs> to sit with us. Like, oh, that's tight. No, we we'll go to family dinners and like everyone brings a significant other. My brother doesn't have a significant other, so he will legitimately bring Whoa. four dudes with him. Like we're all like, Harry, yeah, that, you just brought half of the party. That's a lot. Yeah. You don't yeah. gotta bring the whole group to uh, Harry. Oh, also, stop doing it. You have to know the people who are being invited. If they're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like if, you, if your brother brings three dudes that you don't really know right, very no, no. well, you have to be so close to the people. So the Matzel Rancho situation that I was referring to, we were also friends with those people. So right. that doesn't matter. It's not like Alyssa was like, oh, these randos that like only I know are showing up. I agree. Well, do, what do you do when intern Klein brings all of his college friends that you don't know? Usually I know the people he brings. Okay. Yeah. We're all boys. But Klein, Klein's like opening, it's opening the floodgates when you invite him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, you got to start making Resi's places so that you can be like, Klein, fine, go change it to eighteen people. Yeah, it's like yeah, we got we got twelve on the list for Matt's. Like, might want to change it to sixteen because I'm bringing <laughs> I'm bringing everybody I know. At intern Klein, stop doing it. Yeah, that was a fun little bonus question. Fun bonus question on I'm social. Glad you nerds. thought of that bonus. I enjoyed question. that one. Okay. All right, it's very important that you guys subscribe, rate us five stars, review it, and tell a tell a friend about it. We're trying to grow. That's how we do it. Word of mouth. Hotline again, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Also, Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast on Twitter. There's a link there. You can write in as well. Dave, you want to plug yourself? At D. Carter Ruff on Twitter and Snap. At DC Ruff on Instagram. Only person still plugging Snap in the game. Love it. Sally, you already did it once. Sally Jung on Instagram and Twitter. And I don't, I don't care if you follow me. I just want you to follow at Mailin Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. D. Shivery. Truly humble of you. Yeah, thank you. All right, that was fun. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.